I'm Kelly Griffin, and this is Across the Aisle, the new podcast of the National Conference of State Legislatures. We're here to tell the stories of how state lawmakers work together, even when they don't see eye to eye. It's a skill, and it goes on more than you might think. So we want to highlight that work. In this episode, we're going to hear how the women of the Missouri Senate made a point of searching for something they could do together across the aisle. They discovered that working on something easier to agree about, in this case literacy, builds bonds that serve you when the issue is a little more controversial. It started because the 11 women decided to tell their stories in a book for kids. Senator Jeannie Riddle remembers when the idea started germinating. When I first came into the Senate, I was the only Republican woman. There had been other Republican women before me, but I was the only one at that time. And so Gina Walsh and Kiki Curls are dear, dear friends of mine, and they both were Democrats. And so they reached out to me because I was the only female on the Republican side. We became fast friends, and Kiki and I sat next to each other, and while somebody was pontificating, we got to looking around, and I said, Kiki, how many women have served in the Senate? The answer they learned was that 36 women, including them, had been elected in Missouri's history, a total of 36 women and 1,118 men, and the first woman wasn't elected until 1972. That got Riddle thinking. She told her legislative aide, Mary Cottom, someone should write a book about the women. It didn't go anywhere at that moment, but Riddle later found a perfect opportunity when all the women in the Senate, six Republicans and five Democrats, met outside of work to get to know each other better. Just to get together and have an evening with uh, basically no shop talk, They didn't exactly adhere to the no-shop-talk rule. They recognized that 11 women in the Senate at one time was historic, and they were all eager to explore what they could do together. Riddle recalls how she got introduced to her Republican colleagues as a new senator. The head of the caucus said everyone in the room had to tell something about themselves that no one knew. And you can't tell us something that we already know about you. So, Jeannie, you can't talk about being a former teacher. You can't talk about loving guns and going to a gunfighting school. We already know that about you. So I said, huh, well, I know how to throw knives and hatchets, so don't mess with me. So that evening with the Senate women, Riddle asked each one to share something about themselves others didn't know. And this picture emerged of how varied their paths were to the Missouri Senate. One of the senators, who lost her parents to violent deaths, didn't finish high school, but got her GED and eventually went to college. One became a teen mom and later, as a single parent, went to college and started a business. One was the youngest woman to ever be elected to the Senate at age 30, and one senator worked in banking with no plans for political office until friends urged her to run. They figured their stories could help young girls realize being a state senator is possible, even though there haven't been many women in the role so far. The idea of producing a book with these stories took hold. They even came up with the name that night, You Can Too. And Senator Jill Shoup, a Democrat, had an idea that everyone agreed to. Just like all of us who have very unique stories, some of them so powerful, We want to pass that message on to young people. And we wanted a mirror in the book so that 
whoever was reading it could see herself or himself in that mirror and can see the you can too saying, yes, you, you can do what it is you choose to do. The mirror became such an important symbol for the book that when they found out it was going to add $9,000 to the price, they vowed to pay for it themselves if they had to. While the book would be a tangible result of this collaboration, the group also wanted to work on legislation together to demonstrate the power of bipartisan cooperation among this historic number of women in the Senate. Shoup says literacy became the clear choice. The idea of literacy came up, and we all, you know, some of us are former teachers, we all understood the importance of making sure kids could read and read on grade level, and that maybe we could do something in a bipartisan way for the betterment of Missouri, sort of leave a legacy of something positive that came out of having this, this larger number of women senators than ever before. They left the meeting determined to proceed on all fronts. A group of senators began formulating a comprehensive approach to literacy, and Senators Riddle and Shoup took the lead on the book. They pitched the idea to the Missouri Humanities Council, which agreed to support it, including the pricey but important mirror at the end. While this was underway, the women found themselves coming together in the statehouse like never before. In February, the women, who had started calling themselves the Eleven, got involved to shut down a filibuster on a redistricting plan that the bipartisan group of women agreed was too extreme. During the course of the contentious debates, Governor Mike Parson spokeswoman Kelly Jones tweeted, Once again, it's the Missouri Senate's women who restore common sense. Later, the group came together around another controversial topic. The Senate took up reauthorization of a tax that helps cover Medicaid costs. Several senators wanted to block money to Planned Parenthood as part of that bill. But that would have put the state out of compliance and cost it millions of federal dollars. And it would have also eliminated a key source of contraceptives for many women in the state. Senator Shoup went to Senator Riddle because she knew whatever their disagreements, they agreed women should have access to contraception. Here's Senator Riddle. And I said, well, Jill, you want to cause a little trouble? (laughs) And she says, I don't know. (laughs) What are you talking about? And I said, if you get the Democrat ladies together and I get the Republican ladies, let's meet in my office. After the women gathered and determined they all opposed the amendment, Riddle invited the sponsor to her office. Little did he know all 11 women were in there. Riddle says they presented a united front and managed to break the filibuster. The amendment was dropped. Shoup says it was a huge win. The reason we were able to come together was because we were already working together on this other project. I think if we had not been, then we may not have, well, I I feel confident that we would not have gotten together. Throughout the session, three senators took the lead on writing a comprehensive package to address literacy. Republicans Cindy O'Laughlin and Carla Esslinger worked with Democrat Lauren Arthur on measures including teacher training on evidence-based approaches, support for students struggling with dyslexia or other challenges, and funding to collect data so the state knows what is working. They also created a task force to monitor how well the programs are working and offer suggestions for improvement. Senator Arthur says that during the work on the literacy package, the diversity of perspectives among the three women made it better. And we all have really different philosophies on education, really different sort of approaches to education. But 
I think we all want to find common ground, and if we feel like if there are things on which we can agree, then probably the rest of Missouri agrees on those things, too. By last August, with the session over, many senators began taking copies of the book You Can Too to school districts and public meetings. Senatorship says this effort was meant both to share the books in schools and inform the process going forward by finding out what concerns and ideas Missourians have about literacy. She's heard from teachers and administrators who will use the book in classroom lessons, particularly before the traditional fourth-grade trips to the state capitol. Riddle says it was heartwarming to be able to offer the stories to children, both girls and boys. We just talked and answered questions and let them know that they can do anything they want to do, but they have to be willing to work hard. Excellence matters. You got to train hard. You got to study hard, but you can do anything you want to do. The only thing that stops you is you. Shoup and Riddle are term limited out of the state house with this session, but they both believe the bipartisan work the 11 started will continue, and they say it's what the public deserves. That's what makes Missourians and Americans aggravated at politicians and not like politicians, because it's your way or the highway, um, or my way or the highway. You know, I may be like that on guns. You know, I'm not going to vote for anything that steps on the rights of law-abiding Missourians ever. That is a line in the sand for me. So there are things that are lines in the sand for Democrats and Republicans alike, but where they're not those lines, it, you know, on things, whether it's energy, education, things like that, we can agree on a lot of things if we just work together. I know that people are hungry for that. And um, when we can make that the story and that the news, instead of focusing on the, the issues that divide us, my gosh, it gives people a sense that we're working really for them. Shoup says the women relate to each other differently now, even when they disagree. I will tell you that the ability to discuss our differences or even to sort of come and put your arms around somebody and, like, this has happened to me several times when somebody, you know, is not agreeing with my perspective on some of these more challenging partisan issues, you know, they'll come and give me a hug and say, I'm sorry, here's why I'm, I, you know, can't be with you on this or, uh, so it's, it's, we know each other better. We know each other differently than we did before. And so there's a little more grace there. Senator Arthur, who will be back next session, says she and the other female senators will continue the collaborations. It's been a, a really good force for good in a very acrimonious, sometimes toxic environment. And I feel like we not only are kind of trying to set an example of the way that our bodies should aspire to work, but we're also effective in getting good things done for Missouri when at a time that is very challenging for a lot of Missourians and they need, they need their leaders to step up in meaningful ways. And this effort that started as a way to recognize the record number of women in the Missouri Senate now has a new high mark. The 12th female senator was elected in November. That's our story today from across the aisle. 
We're just getting started with this podcast and we want to share your stories of bipartisanship. So please email us at across the aisle at ncsl.org. Thank you for listening. I'm Kelly Griffin. You can check out all of the podcasts from the National Conference of State Legislatures by searching for NCSL Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Tim Story, NCSL's CEO, hosts Legislatures, The Inside Story, where he focuses on leadership and legislatures. The Our American States podcast dives into some of the most challenging public policy issues facing legislators today. Also check out our special series, Building Democracy, on the colorful history of legislatures.